Dear Emma, she began, sorry for not thanking you sooner for the exquisite mother-of-pearl vase you sent for Christmas. Ray and I love it. Your backwoods gallery owner has surprisingly good taste. Ray and I took our usual post-holiday Oahu trip to escape Portland's gray skies. We had a great time, until we were waiting for the airport shuttle to take us home, and Ray had a heart attack. One quadruple bypass later, he was pronounced viable, if ornery, and sent to rehab for two weeks. He's still grouchy, and I may have to kill him. Your recent close call with death horrified me. Hope you've recovered by now. Hope you've also deep-sixed your zany idea about marrying the local sheriff. That shocked me more than hearing about the nut who tried to kill you both. The last time we talked about Milo Dodge was years ago, just before you dumped him. He sounded so unlike your kind of guy and about as exciting as meatloaf. Maybe you've spent too much time in Alpine. What happened to the independent, culturally aware, free-thinking gal I knew on the Oregonian? I envision you atrophying like a petrified cedar stump in that isolated mountain berg. Okay, it's none of my business. I know you've been looking for a new man since Tom Cavanaugh died. I never met him, but when he abandoned you for his crazy wife and didn't help support your son until Adam was grown up, I thought he was a jerk. I'd hoped you had something going with the AP stud, Rolf Fisher, but then he retired and moved to France. He was civilized, single, and according to you, good-looking. Maybe I'm venting, taking out my frustration with a resident grump, who doesn't even like the way I make toast these days. Go ahead, marry the dull and boring sheriff. Just hope he never has a heart attack and falls on top of your new designer luggage. I don't want to see you make another mistake when it comes to men. You're too good for that. You're too good for Alpine. Mavis always sent her letters to the Alpine Advocate office instead of to my little log house. Maybe I'd complain too much about our often careless postman, Marlo Whip. It was the third Wednesday of February, post-pub day. I might have time to answer Mavis. Well, my house and home editor, Vita Runkle, demanded, startling me out of my gloom. You look like the pigs ate your little brother. My big brother wouldn't appeal to pigs, I said, trying to shield the letter from Vita's probing eyes. Ben's still on the Mississippi Delta, getting reacquainted with his former parishioners. Vita sat down in one of my two new, if used, visitor chairs. I'd replaced the originals after my former ad manager, Ed Bronsky, broke one of them just before New Year's. Of course, she said testily. He and Adam discussed their mission work on my radio show. Such hardships, so cold for Adam in that Alaskan village, so hot for Ben in Arizona. Are you going to deal your Rafferty's funeral at the Lutheran Church? I grimaced. I forgot. It's at one, right? Yes, despite the Irish name, the Rafferty's aren't Catholic. I went to Tim's service, remember? Vida adjusted the green bow on her wide-brimmed purple hat. So sad when Tim was killed and their house burned down. Poor Delia had been gaga for some time. The baby's a year old now. Walking, according to Dot Parker. What kind of name is Ashley for a girl? It was better than Tank or Pewter, both of which had been given to recent local newborns. Tiff's lucky her mom and grandmother babysit so she can work at the grocery basket, I said, 
aware of Vida's sharp gray eyes fixed on the letter I was trying to hide. Dot and Durwood enjoy their great-grandchildren, she said wistfully, probably thinking about her spoiled grandson Roger, who'd finally disgraced himself. Is that letter from an irate reader? It looks long. As the advocate's editor and publisher, I'm the boss, but Vida is over twenty years my senior, and keeping secrets from her is futile. She sees and knows all, and God help anyone who doesn't tell all. It's from my friend Mavis. She's in a lather because Milo and I are engaged. Vita harumphed. What does Mavis know? She lives in Portland. True, I said, accustomed to Vita's disdain for anyone who didn't call Alpine home. She was also a bit jealous of my other female friends.